Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Saturday on KLBJ with hosts Ed and Ben Clements. They're taking calls at 512-836-0590 or toll-free at 877-590-KLBJ. Welcome back to Sports Saturday here on News Radio KLBJ. It's another edition of the End Zone Club here live from the Deep Eddy Cabaret. Ben and Ed with you. Also sat down with Scotty Sayers and the 1996 PGA champion Mark Brooks. Thank you to our great friends over at Harry Breeden Herman, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick over at 5222 Bernard Road, SMB Amusements, and Covert and Bastrop closed today, open tomorrow. We got a lot to talk about today. Some might say a historic day in college football. Realignment is up and running and going crazy. We got one week until the, the playoffs and the PGA Tour. Four Saturdays away from the start of college football. Football is back. Last week we did have the uh, the Hall of Fame game. Browns got the first victory of the season. Uh, Pop, really excited that football is finally underway. I, I am too, and it was it's it's a great weekend for the Hall of Fame weekend. The Dallas Cowboys being enshrined. Chuck Howley, number fifty-four, the former Cowboy. Zach Thomas, the former Texas Tech Red Raider. From Marcus Ware. To Marcus Ware. So it's a lot of great names getting installed into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Texas Longhorn football fall practice is underway. Uh, I tell you what, Ben, it's unbelievable. We always get the orange-colored glasses in, in August, but it appears that the nation is taking heed to the Texas Longhorns because yeah. of the returning starters, 10 on offense, plus some key guys on defense, and because of their favorable schedule. People are talking about Texas possibly in the Final Four. They are, they are, but they do that seemingly every single season. Uh, also, we had Steve Sarkeesian's first press conference of the season, which you attended. I want to get into that later. I want to get into the horns, the odds, how much people are denying Texas and in favor of Texas, and the new alignment with the Big Ten gaining power left and right and the disappearance of the Pac-12. But to start the show, I want to continue the conversation from the 15 club that you all were having. Next week is the start of the playoffs. A lot of guys fighting for those final spots, notably one being Justin Thomas. Um, and we were talking about the Ryder Cup coming up here in a, in, in a few months. Scotty, Dad, Mark, playoff system is a fairly new concept for most of us. Some love it, some hate it. And this is the time where it's 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 cutthroat, guys. What are y'all's opinions on this this playoff system? I'll tell you my my opinion is they ought to be having the PGA Championship in August. Yeah, I miss having a fourth major in the summer. I hate it that what do we got to wait two hundred days until the Masters? Yep, or whatever it is. I mean that's that is excruciating. Yep, I have so little interest in the FedEx Cup. It's just a money grab. I know the players do. I mean, it's a huge deal for them. It has been around for a while, Ben, but this new concept with just 70 guys going into the last three, yeah. that is new. And I, I, me and yeah. Dad, we had this conversation this week about how, you know, you start with 70, then you go down and down 50, and down. 70, 50, 30. And then yeah. here comes the Tour Championship, and you got the leader starting at 10 under. I think it's patently absurd, this format. You know, it, it's so anticlimactic compared to a major. It, it is, Ben, because, you know, last year Scotty Scheffler had the lead and Rory came back and won the Tour Championship. Big, big how do you do on that? 
this year at least we got the Ryder Cup, but I think it's going to be somewhat of a watered-down Ryder Cup because of the live players not eligible from Europe playing in the Ryder Cup. Our friend Sergio Garcia, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, some of those guys okay. are, not, are not eligible for the Ryder Cup. And, you know, Sergio Garcia has won more points than anybody in the history of the Ryder Cup. He should be on the European team, but he's not because they're not allowing those who left the live tour, who are on the live tour, who left the DP tour. Okay, Sergio's a friend. Mark, you can address this. He would be a he would be a wild card pick just because of his resume, but he hasn't had a great year either in the majors. Didn't even qualify for the British Open, and hasn't played that well on the Live Tour. So that's you know that would be interesting if he was in the mix to be considered as a wild card. He would be picked obviously, but yeah, he would be a let's call it ratings pick. You know, it, yeah, kind of like it would feel like it's he, he, he's one. I think more points than anybody. He has in yeah. the Ryder Cup. So. He has, yeah. It, it is. It's a little sad. I want to go back to your FedEx Cup thing, the, the playoffs. This is how you would consider yourself a pretty avid golf fan. Yes. Right. You yeah. love golf. You yeah. play golf. Yeah. You're like, it's so new. I mean, this thing's almost 15 years I, old, man. I, I think what I meant by new is this: they they, they cut it down and the massive money and the, the 70 to 50 to blah 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 well, blah blah. And I mean, go on. It, and 15 years in the lifespan of golf, pretty young, Mark. You should know that it's pretty young. No, it's not young. Will Zalatoris was in like second grade. Will Zalatoris <laughs> is 22 years old. Yeah, and he's coming back, but he's, he's also injured. So the other point is the reactionary nature of what goes on at Ponte Vedra, the tour off at headquarters. In the th I think it's actually 13 years. I think this is going to be the 13th or 14th year of the playoffs. It's been massively changed. All for, it seems like virtually every year there's a change, either in the number of players, the scoring, where we go. I mean, the only thing that seems to stay fairly constant lately is actually the home of the finals, you know, the final, which is at East Lake. East Lake. East Lake. And, yeah. and we all can kind of relate to that because mm -hmm. we're now fairly familiar with the golf course and remember the tour championship started in 1987 ed you probably remember this i remember that yeah the tour championship was the top 30 players on the money list that's all it was yep. for the year and they did that for 20 years until the fedex cup came around Right, they did. This was, you know, modeling after for uh, NASCAR. Kind of took the NASCAR model, yeah. and it's it's just it's wild to me. I mean, it's just it's nuts. The money is nuts to me. The money. The, the money's mon great. The money's I great. Was a player, the money's great. <laughs> Look, I'll you tell can't you. just give it to them, man. <laughs> oh, take it back. Maybe they can. Maybe they can. Maybe they can. If you stay loyal, <laughs> we don't know yet. Look. Mark, you made this point. I am an avid golfer. I, I you think are. I, I would be above average for avid golfers. There is only one tour championship that sticks out my brain, shot for shot, every round, 2018. You know why? Because Tiger Woods won that year. Besides that, it happens a year later. You might remember the guy who won. We remember last year's with with, with Rory coming back from Scotty. Who won four years ago? Billy Haas. You played that makes no that doesn't count. That's Scotty. Who won six years Billy ago? Billy Haas played a great shot out of the water. Out of the water. mud. Out of the mud. Let, let you me, don't count. You played. Are you, you ready? You this, were there. This is the most absurd part of it. It's a golf tournament. Yeah. The leader starts at 10 under par. Exactly. 
Are you it's kidding? Like, it'd be like going to the Super Bowl, and uh, they might should do it one of these years, and give the underdog whatever the point spread is. Okay, let's give them 12. <laughs> well, it's well. absurd. Well, or by this formula, if you have the best record in the league, you're ahead 14 to nothing when the game yeah. starts. Well, that's, yeah. that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. I think put the points on the scoreboard. The, Catch me. The Ryder Cup it's is crazy. a saving grace this season for golf because, like you said, Scotty, I wish the PGA was happening next month. Thank the Lord that we have the Ryder Cup to get really excited for because, yeah, Tour Championship's great. It's more golf. It is the best players of the season. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not a major. No, it's in Italy, and the Chianti and the <laughs> pasta will be flying. And the bad thing about as golf watchers, we got to get up at about three in the morning to start watching the Ryder Cup. But I gladly in, will. It's in Italy, so it's you will. I gladly will. Above watching the playoffs until the Tour Championship. And guess where the uh, Ryder Cup dinner is for the teams? Is it the Coliseum? It's at the Coliseum. That is the no oh. kidding. The, it no. was it. Versailles four years ago. The is, it in the, is it in the middle of the arena? Yes, where the gladiators took on wow. each other. Wow. Well, maybe they should invite the live players so they can have a little battle royale. Their oh. own. No, that, that would have to be done in the in the Vatican. <laughs> okay. We got. We have to get off of it, you know whatever that's their own country. They need to get that neutral country for that. <laughs> Sweden. 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 We need to take a break after this break. Let's talk a little football. As we said, the Longhorns begin their season in just a few weeks. It was an earth-shattering day yesterday in college football, and no football was playing on the field. We'll talk about that. Talk about the Dallas Cowboys, Texas Longhorns, and much, much more. This is the End Zone Club on KLBJ. Ed and Ben with Scotty and Mark Brooks. There's Ferris Clements over there. There's Michael Cunningham <laughs> over there and a host of others here at the Cabaret. We'll be back with more right after this. on the end zone club here on news radio klbj live from the deep betty cabaret ben and ed with you also mark brooks and scotty sayers thank you our great friends over at howry breen and herman pokey joe's barbecue the best sausage in town that's great I will, i'll declare it right now i like i like the turkey a lot too my friend I, I like the turkey i like the side dishes too the baked potato casserole you're on a diet so that doesn't count brisket sausage ribs also sue patrick over at 5222 burner road SMB Amusements and Covert and Bastrop closed today, open tomorrow. We've gotten our golf talk out of the way. We got a little contentious at times. I'm standing with my, my point that this new playoff system is young compared to golf. I don't like it. Starting at 10 under the Tour Championship, stupid, ridiculous, unfair. You might as well give them, you know, a... a 200-foot start in the Olympics. And, and there are 25 players who are being denied yeah. playing next week. 25 yeah. great golfers 55. like... 55. Yeah. 55? Excuse me. 55 being denied playing next week. Yeah. 55. Yeah. Which is now tough. The, the starting at 10-under is very new. That's like less five, six years. Maybe not even that. Scott. Maybe not even that, yeah. That part of it is new, Ben, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, which I, I just don't, I don't I, agree with. I don't either. But even though we saw last year, again, it can be defeated. It, it, you're not inevitable. Scotty lost it to Rory. Here's the new twist. Maybe if you're the points leader heading into the playoffs, mm -hmm. you can get put on the policy board and let the leader have a 20-shot <laughs> okay, yeah. Yes, sir. It I'll go for 20. It's it a was, joke. It's a joke. It was a stirring day yesterday in yeah. college football when you had some huge movements. Yesterday in the Big 12, Washington and Oregon of the Pac-12, 
decided they're going to play football in the Big Ten. Arizona, Arizona State and Utah left the Pac-12 as well. They're going to the Big 12. So we had a major shift in college football yesterday, of course. The Longhorns in Oklahoma going to the SEC next year. But don't look now. The Big 12 is very, very powerful. Also, don't look now, but the Big 10 is gargantuan. Don't look now, but the ACC has a lot of decisions to make. And don't look now, the Pac-12 is now Washington State, Oregon State, Stanford, and Cal. Ben, your thoughts. Was this a great day for college football, or was this a disastrous day for college football? I don't think it's, it's not a, it wasn't a great day. I mean, who's, who's to say? It's just, we're in the unknown right now. It's sad. The big the, the, the Pac-12 has been around for a long time. Seems what forever for yeah. eight, for eighty years. For you, it has. For you know, it's it's even it's, for yeah. you. I mean, it, eighty years old came around here too. <laughs> it was a Pac-8. It was a Pac-8. But the bottom line it's, is, it's, it's interesting. A conference. We've yeah. we've totally gotten rid of of what we knew. I think the Pac-12 is dead. There's four teams left. That's going to go away. The, the you know regions for what we knew as conferences that's gone because you're going to have Rutgers playing UCLA. Give me the math there. How does that work out? Meeting Omaha. <laughs> that's, neutral neutral side. Side. that's actually <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, well, now, now I do disagree, Ben. That the the Pac-12 won't go away. Oh, it's go. They oh, will re- no, 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 but they're going to they play re- each other each four times a season. They're going to reboot, and it is going to be a crappy Pac-12. Who are going to go but it will San Diego be, State? There will be something. Yeah, San Diego State, Boise State, UNLV, Fresno State. I mean, you can take all those. SMU, maybe. Hawaii. I mean, you can ta- yeah, you can take a bunch of those, and you will have a Pac-12, but you're right, not very good. You make a point that they can, they can find themselves here. They can go get some of these lesser schools, but it's going to turn into Conference USA really quickly. Or the WAC. It, or the yeah, WAC. Very good point. It's yeah. going to turn into a very mediocre conference quickly, yeah. and I, I think those teams, those four remaining, Stanford, academically fantastic. Baseball, great. They've had a lot of great days in football. Basketball, not so much. Oregon State, they've had great years in baseball. Uh, Washington State, eh. Eh. they can they'll go, eh. go to the well, West. They were good when late. But those eh. those schools would rather end up into a top tier conference than settle themselves and do a very mediocre conference. What I can't put my arms around is the geographic aspect of it because Mark and Scotty and I, I'm, we're old and you are Mark, but we remember the old Southwest Conference where you had. Texas versus you, you would you would get in the car and you'd go see a Southwest Conference game except for Arkansas, you'd see it, 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 they were all in Texas and now you're telling me well you know Texas and Oklahoma have will have games in Georgia and South Carolina and for goodness sakes USC and UCLA as Ben said will be playing in Rutgers and Maryland, I, I just don't get it I, I I just can't wrap my arms around it yet. And that's why I mentioned Omaha, because, you know, that state's ready to see some football for a change. So, I mean, let's get real. I think there are two questions right now. A, what's the SEC going to do? All these other conferences, there's an arms race going on. Big Ten has 18 teams in that conference. That's eight more than Big Ten, last time I checked. Big 12 has however many. What is Notre Dame going to do? What is Notre Dame going to do? Where are Uh, they going to go? Because they got to join right now. If you don't join, you're gonna you're gonna be the odd man out. They've been able to survive as the odd man out for a long time, but at this point, you either join the ACC 
or you join the Big Ten. It would be a natural for Notre Dame to join the Big Ten yeah. for Geographic, and they bring along NBC. I think it's a natural for them to join the Big Ten. And I know overtures are already being made by the Florida State Athletic Director, yeah. Florida State, making overtures about going to the SEC. If Florida State goes to the SEC, Miami goes to the SEC, yeah. and possibly Clemson goes to the SEC, and then possibly our friend Mac Brown in North Carolina go to the Big Ten. It's, oh. But that would leave you with an automatic, uh, odd number of teams in the SEC. If you add Florida State, you add Miami, and you add uh, Clemson, you need one more. And who's that fourth? I, you don't think Carolina go to the SEC rather than the Big Ten? I, don't, I, don't I think know. if I they were smart, they would not. They would not. I think North Carolina aligns itself as an academic institution, and you have more academic institutions in the Big Ten than the 13th grade that we have in the SEC now with some of the schools. Well, I'd sure like to have their basketball yeah. program in yeah. our conference. I think, Pop, you, you opened this saying, was this a, a, what do you say, a sad day or a good day yeah. in college sports? I think it is a reluctant day because change is happening one way or the, uh, the other what we knew the past 50 years is gone this change we're going to mark has it written down here nicely in a portrait we're going to four conferences very yeah. soon four super conferences your math is wrong because you got 16 16 16 16 that's not going to be that it's not going to be because we're going to have different numbers but big 10 has already 18 yeah big 10 already has 18 but the arms races, it's, it's going right now, and it's going to be who has the strongest. SEC has the benefit of the doubt in football because football drives college sports. We know that, and they have the powerhouses. The Big Ten is looking pretty damn good because they just got USC, and USC is on the rise. They have Ohio State. They have Michigan. They have Michigan State. They have... Go on. As of yesterday, they have... Nike. And they have Nike. They have Oregon. They have Nike now. They've so, got Nike. This is kind of the Cold War. If if, the, if you're the SEC, you're thinking, they just built that nuke. we got to build a bigger nuke. Who are we going to go get to the SEC? Texas and OU is not going to cut it. We need Clemson. We need Florida State right now. And we need Miami right now, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think if you rolled back the tape from your shows three or four years ago, you would have been talking about super conferences back then. Yeah. It's just that it's now finally coming around. And, it, it you know, Mark, I don't know if it's going to be four or, or five super conferences. But I just, there may be I, another one, one evolved. I think four. I think, I think it's it'll be four. four. What if Notre Dame went and got Florida State and Miami and, and they they created their own super conference? Because they want to be the top dog. See, I don't know about you, Dad, or Mark or Scotty. I... I think the Pac-12 is gone. It will dissolve. There's no way that Stanford and and Oregon State and Washington State and who, Cal. and Cal will want to stick around to get the remaining schools that are subpar. They're going to want to go elsewhere. I think the Pac-12 is gone, and we are going to have four super conferences. I think I think Stanford and I think especially Stanford and Cal. Stanford has a long legacy of college sports. For goodness yeah. sake, they win. The, the, what, the Chancellor's Cup, they call it, or the President's yeah. Cup, they win that all the time. Cal has been playing football for a long, long time. I think they're, they're going to find a home. But, but the Notre Dame thing is very intriguing because the Catholics have been very strong. The Irish, a, a name when we were kids, Scotty, 
that was it. Notre Dame was that. Notre Dame, you went to the 1970 Texas-Notre Dame football game, the first time Notre Dame played a bowl game. Yeah, two years in a row they played it. Yeah. But, uh, Notre Dame likes being the top dog. Are they going to be willing to go into a conference where they're part of a bunch of really good teams? Do you think they have a choice at this point? Uh, I, in my opinion, I do not think they have a, I don't think they have a choice. It is a line or fall into the cracks. Because they'll continue. They can make their little schedule here. But with their four, four conferences, you got to choose one at some point. you got to choose the one you'll be the most successful in. And that's, and that's natural. The, and that's the but ACC. No, 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 no. Are yes. you kidding me? You think Notre Dame goes the ACC? The way I see it, Clemson's going to go down to the SEC. And and Florida State's going to the SEC. Notre Dame goes to the ACC, and they can have a good control of that conference. Okay, now see, I'm back to my geographic stuff. Why would geographics Notre... is out of the window? Who, okay. who? I wish we could curse on this. You so bad. Curse on it, but who? There's no geographics is gone. But okay, as we go to as we go to the news, it's at six thirty thirty. Notre Dame is down the road from Chicago. They're in the same state as Purdue, mm-hmm. Indiana. Mm-hmm. They can ride a bus to their football games. Why would they go play Wake Forest? I, why did Texas go to the SEC? They can't drive a bus down to Florida. Money. We will, exactly. we will expand this. We'll talk about the new Big 12 and much, much exactly. more. Ed and Ben on the End Zone Club. Scotty hanging around. Mark Brooks hanging around. Garrett back to the station. 512-836-0590. News is next. Back on the End Zone Club on News Radio KLBJ. Thank you to our great friends over at Howie Breed and Herman. Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick over at 5222 Bernard Road, SMB Amusements, and Covert and Bastrop close today. Open tomorrow. We are live from the Deep Betty Cabaret at the Golfers Round Table. We're talking alignment. We're talking college football, NCAA sports. But let's be honest, this is college football. It is, yeah. Pop, I want your your absolute ideas. I want your opinions. What do you make of all this? You've been in business for a long time. Yeah, I've been in this a long time, and Texas and Oklahoma are playing their final year in the Big 12, and the Longhorns should be in the championship game in December at Jerry World. Should be. Because Steve Sarkeesian has done a great job of recruiting. NIL money has helped this Longhorn team, and quite frankly, they've got a weak schedule. When Texas and Oklahoma announced they were going to the SEC, we're all giddy, we're all excited. And we're all said, oh, the Big 12 is going away. It's going away. Bad Big 12. Suddenly, guys, the Big 12 is really, really good. Yesterday, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah agreed to go to the Big 12. Two weeks ago, Colorado decided to go to the Big 12. And when they expanded the Big 12 about a year ago, BYU joined Cincinnati and Central Florida and the Houston Cougars. This is a great conference now to me. The Big 12 is a viable big conference. And let me just say this. I've said it before. I've said it on our show on 1027 ESPN. I wish Texas was still playing in the Big 12 and not going to the SEC, period. Because the new Big 12 is viable, it's good, and Texas can win, could win, in the new Big 12. It's got to be a little bit of a chore, to say the least, for Texas to win in the SEC. I, I agree, Pop. And so I just looked at this. Right now, Big Ten has 18 teams. 
Big 12 has 17 Six, teams. 16. 16. 16. Let's see, if I had 5, 10, 4, 17 teams. Top. 17? Okay. Yeah, 17 teams. SEC, I don't have those numbers right 16 there. 16 teams. 16 teams. ACC, what do they have there? They got a lot. They got a lot? <laughs> yeah. Pac-12 has four. Yeah. Pac-12 has four. You know, a lot of people, I've been scrolling through social media because that's where you get the common man's, their, their takes. You know what's funny? Every single person is putting the blame on two schools, two towns, UT and OU. They're getting the blame for this. They say they opened up Pandora's box, and since Texas and OU decided to, to switch conferences, all hell is broken loose in the NCAA. Well, it was slowly breaking, you know, breaking up years before when yeah. A&M went. That, to me, that was the the, the big thing in, in yeah. our recent years. But you're right. They really, I mean. It's quick. It's a flood now. It's a flood, yeah. <laughs> I do wonder. I, I, my brain keeps going back to Notre Dame and Florida State, like we discussed, but also the SEC. Because SEC added two teams, and bias talking here, it's two very, very great schools with rich history of football and basketball and baseball, a lot of championships between those two schools, and a lot of sports. But what is SEC's move? Big, Big Ten is adding everybody and their grandmother. ACC is awfully quiet. Pac-12 is dying before our eyes. What is the SEC going to do, and what's the ACC going to do? ACC's in some trouble because their television contract is from tw to 2036. They're entrenched with some goofball television contract. But I know there's a lot of rumblings, as we said earlier, Florida State, Miami, Clemson. I think the SEC will, would love to gobble up Florida State to match Florida State and Florida in the same conference, and even Miami or Clemson. I don't know. Maybe the ACC can keep it together. But uh, there's a lot of pieces of this puzzle because in in the new Big 12, you've got some teams that I scratch my head and go, what are they doing in here? And I hate to you know, ruffle the feathers of alumni, but Cincinnati, West Virginia, and Central Florida, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing in this conference? And those are three teams that could go to the ACC. Well, yeah, imagine you being a Utah parent and you got to – travel to West Virginia to see your son, who's on the baseball team, go play a game or a series. That's a hell of a long can way I, to go. Can I bring something up? I think what we're going to see and what I hope happens, I hope somebody like Mac Brown or Chris Del Conte or somebody will lead the new football regime in, in the and in, in, in forget the NCAA. They'll be the football commissioner. And you have these football teams, and as Mark Brooks said, four conferences. And then, Mark, uh, Ben, in the spring sports, golf, baseball, tennis, you play regionally. I'm getting, you, 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 I'm getting you, a headache you, right now. You play regionally. You do not go from from uh, Rutgers, go play UCLA, yada-da-da-da-da, in baseball or golf or tennis. You do that regionally. But football is the moneymaker. Yeah. Football is the king. It's all that matters. Have a football commissioner who will be in charge of that and still have basketball. you got to do that with basketball in the conference. Mm -hmm. But for the spring sports, hey, go regional. That's just my thought. That's a very good thought. Thank you so much. I'd yes, love sir. to be commissioned. Very yeah. kind very thought. complicated to work out yeah. to where you have one, you know, one scenario for football and then spring sports different. 
how you how you do it. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, do you want to go on a road trip from Utah to Manhattan, Kansas, and for to play a basketball game and stuff? It's weird. Well, geographically, Scotty, they're closer than you'd expect. Well, what about Arizona and Arizona State going to Manhattan, Kansas? I guess that's not too bad. It's, it's not too bad, but the, you get in trouble when you go from from USC to Rutgers to play a basketball game or, or Maryland yeah. or, or Penn State. You can't get to Happy Valley, that sort of thing. Can I also just like one This is the most minuscule thing. Are these conferences going to change their names? We have the Big Ten, 18 teams. You got the Big 12. 17 teams. It's going to be 18. So. Are they going to change their names? It sure would be easier to talk about them if you called them by the number of teams yeah, in the right? conference. Yeah. yeah, I mean, SEC, they got it They got it worked out. They're the Southeastern Conference, even though right. a lot of those teams are not in the Southeast. Yeah. Well, you know, well, are they going to change these names? Sponsors. This makes no sense. Or are they going to be called the Geico? Yes. The Geico yeah. 10. The Gal Geico, Geico 18. South Southeastern League. Yeah, you know? the Nike Big Ten. Yeah, I just I, I made I, or Big Eight. I kind of made this point off air, but Pack Four. It feels like to me that little crossroads we were in when Lives came about and all these players were moving to the Live, and there's a lot of uncertainty. It kind of feels like that with with college sports. There's a lot of uncertainty because we know where these guys are going, these teams are going, but we don't know what what the future holds. We don't know if there's going to be a, a Power Four. We don't know if the Pac-12 is going to die. We don't know. No, no, if Clemson... I, think, I think we know that now. The Pac-12 is gone. It is gone because Scotty's right. You can't get Boise. You can't get Hawaii. But there, there's just, there's so much They're gone. there's They're so gone. much unknown right now that time will tell how this ends up in five years. Yeah. Let me let me let me go around the table. Who's who's the best conference now? The Big 12 is impressive with 16 teams. What sport? The uh, foot. What sport? What, what sport? What? <laughs> because you know, there are two sports. Man. I say that there's football and there's golf. I say there's that football, because there's football. No matter what happens, at Big Twelve basketball for the foreseeable future, that's the conference. Football, SEC is the conference. Baseball, SEC is the conference. What about what about football in the Big Ten with, with USC been, and UCLA and Oregon and Washington? That's the point I made. USC is on the up and up. They're UCLA. Forget about it. USC is on the up and up. They could be a championship team next year. They have the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. That is why I made the point, what is the SEC thinking right now? Because they have got to make a monumental move to stay ahead of the game. They get Florida State. That's what they do. And maybe pluck Clemson. Yeah, maybe Clemson. Because right now, I mean, yeah, the SEC owns football. And they own baseball. Big 12, they didn't really add anything to help basketball. And they actually lost somebody. I'll selfishly and biased. Texas was a help to basketball. Big 12 owns basketball. Yeah, Big 12. Cincinnati and Brigham Young have a good basketball. Central Florida, I don't know what their legacy is. Houston has good basketball. We know that. Yeah, yeah Houston, Houston has, has for sure. They, but wait, we're fine. talking basketball. Let's talk football. Football is the king. But there's no need to ask that question. SEC still owns football. Well, Big Big Ten's going to be awful good, and, and you talk about UCLA. They won't be down forever. This will help their recruiting. Yeah. There's plenty of money out there in, in alums at UCLA. They're one coach. They're a good coach away from that program coming back. You think, if anything, this could help those California schools with recruiting USC and UCLA? Because, sure. Because instead of telling those kids, hey, 
Stay home. You play in the Pac-12. Hey, stay home. You'll play Ohio State next year. You'll play Wisconsin. You'll play Michigan. I think it's going to help those two California schools above anything else in that conference. No doubt. It's going to help. Yeah, it's going to help lot. everybody. Yeah. It's going to help a lot. Okay, we need to take a break. After this break, more from the Deep Eddie Cabaret. Ed and Ben on uh, the End Zone Club, joined by Mark Brooks and Scotty Sears. Phone lines are always open at 512-836-0590. 512-836-0590. We'd love your calls, your thoughts about this conference realignment. Big day yesterday when Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, have announced they're joining the Big 12, and in the Big 10, Washington and Oregon say we're going to play in the Big 10. Your phone calls next at 512-836-0590. Back right after this. Uh, at this point, I might as well enjoy something like that. So, anyway, I won't let you guys get back to it then. It's Act on the End Zone Club here on News Radio KLBJ live from the Deep Betty Cabaret. Thank you to our great friends over at Howie Breeden Herman, Pokey Joe's Barbecue, Sue Patrick over at 5222 Burnett Road, SB Amusements, and Covert and Bastrop closed today, open tomorrow. Alignment has the college sports world buzzing right now we have people from even deep eddie coming over and giving their two cents we had a washington state alumni come over and give us his opinion on, on this matter it really is a time of of unknown i think in five years what we know now could be completely different the alignment is just beginning and as many people are pointing out it started with texas and ou that opened up the floodgates blame us blame ou Blame anybody you want, but this was inevitable with, with college football being the moneymaker that it is, with NIL being the moneymaker that it is. And that's something we haven't mentioned yet. Mark Brooks pointed that out. NIL, he has it written down like the Joker here 15 times in different fonts. NIL, I think, had a small part to this. I think it did, too, and I think you're going to see some changes with NIL because we've already heard when Nick Saban and others of the SEC went – to the United States Senate and Congress, Scotty, to talk to Tommy Tuberville, I think you're going to have, much like the NFL has, you're going to have a salary cap. I think every big team, be it 64 or be it 66, they're going to say, okay, you have X amount of money you can distribute your football team. No. I personally, uh, yeah, you're right, Ben, because personally, I want Texas to have that free reign because Steve Sarkeesian not only is a good recruiter, but money talks, and you know what walks. He's done a marvelous job because Texas has a whole bunch of NIL money. I'm not saying no because that's 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 not what I want to happen because I think that should happen, Pop. I'm just saying no because the NCAA is inadequate. They are dumb. They don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> well, they're they're not going to be able to affect that. They're not going to be able to say... We're going to put a salary cap on. They opened up Pandora's box with the transfer portal and NIL. Are they slung that down? No. They do not give a rat's ass about NIL. They're seeing money left and right. They're seeing their product go sky high. But ben, They're not going to put a but, salary cap on. But teams like Auburn and Alabama, who don't have the resources as we have they here. They don't care. Yes, they care. They, they care. care because they don't have the resources that we have in Austin or they have in College Station or in Norman or in Los Angeles because it's unlimited cash. That's the thing why Nick Saban hates the NIL because 
he doesn't have as much money as Texas does. You know what, though? With the NCAA, there's unlimited product. It's next man up. Alabama, they're, they're in their era right now. Ten years, 15 years, who's the next man up? It's not Alabama. Nick Saban's going to retire eventually. And when he does, Alabama will crumble. Next man up. USC. USC. They're 20 years ago with Reggie Bush and Matt Leinart, they would have owned the entire world if NIL was around because they were the hottest team in L.A. Next man up. NCAA doesn't care. Right now, Alabama's their moneymaker. Yeah, they no, know no. that. A Alabama is a great team. But in NIL terms, Ben, yeah, let's be honest, Texas has a whole bunch more money than Alabama. I agree. But the NCAA is waiting for that next team to arise. I agree there should be a salary cap. I would love to see that. But the NCAA... They're not gonna. They're not gonna force that. They're seeing money left and right. They're seeing expansion. They're seeing the hype. They're seeing. They're seeing the clicks. It's not gonna be the NCAA. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be Congress. Congress. I would Congress like to see that of the United States to do that. Mark, uh, money is so much involved now because, for goodness sakes, you know Quinn Ewers and the rest of the Longhorn guys. They've got Aston Martins. Quinn has a couple of vehicles. He's got a bunch of money. It's all driven by money. So I don't know how. The cow is out of the barn on this. I don't know how you rein it back in. I don't know if you can. I mean, there's going to have to be some regulation on NIL, or they're going to end up having to do But I, I, I mean, I wrote it down. There's going to be some type of revenue share to keep the teams in the leagues. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to go forget it. I mean, yes, it's all about money, but if it's just pure alumni money, then Harvard would have the best football team you're yeah. right you can't yeah. just buy them all he's right but so. do those harvard alumni care about sports uh, uh, or do they care about uh, they they do? do they care about their tech startup you know what we're trying to buy them all and there needs to be a collective nil amount of money you can spend Pot that's goes, it yeah. i mean that's yeah. that's yeah. that's the solution in my opinion guys like we talked about maybe a four four conference Super League at that point I know it's college sports but at that point you follow the the NFL diagram model their yeah. playbook their model and you make it the NILs or the, the NFL's junior well, league because that's all you can do at that point well they're basically they're already revenue sharing off the television money yeah okay and it's like it's just an extension of that it's a you can call it what you want. Salaries? I mean, that, that's what's next. Yeah, yeah. That these athletes are going to actually be considered employees. Yeah. And they're going to get benefits and the whole whole nine yeah, yards. Right. And I don't know that I argue against it. I mean, you get a kid in here for four years here, here on the 40 acres, and he busts his butt and he gets his degree, stays eligible, and then he's hurt. You know, he's pretty beat up at the end. He's not going to the NFL. I would love to see some extended health care for right, these guys. right. You know, I mean, you can't go on forever, but let them, let them get their feet on the ground. They're going to have to get a job. And it would be nice if they'd rein in the transfer rule. Because I agree. That, that's, the, that's the one thing. If these teams do invest all this money bringing a player in, you know, it I, used to be they'd I, give them an education to bring a player in. Now they're giving them money. And then all of a sudden they go, I'm not playing. I'm going somewhere else and getting another pot the, of money. The, yeah. the answer is to have responsibility, meaning you're here to get an education as well. We're going to pay you nicely. 
What hasn't changed is the percentage of players that end up going on and playing professionally. Yeah. It's still a very, very, very small very few, number. Yeah. And it's just so sad. You know, these kid, you know, kid gets a couple hundred thousand here. At 20, 21 years old, how long? How much is two hundred thousand dollars or a few hundred thousand going to last for the rest of his life? Can I bring not up, long? Can I bring up something? Uh, something reared its ugly head this week: gambling, and apps, and DraftKings, yeah. and whatever the gambling deal. These the, guys are idiots. The quarterback for Iowa State, who's really good, who was yeah. projected starter. He had three thousand yards last year, guys. He, he had twenty touchdowns. The guys had a great game against Texas. He was found uh, spending what? A bunch of money on gambling. Yeah, $2,600 in gambling last season. And the Iowa kicker, the Iowa's backup kicker bet the under in the Iowa Iowa State football game. Ben, I know uh, your generation, this phone, this app, we we can't do it in Texas because of Dan Patrick, but... Uh, what do you call wink, it? Wink, wink, wink. What, what, are, what are the gambling sites out there? Or? I'm not going to give up my dealers. No, 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 what no, are you no, doing, no, I'm, man? I'm, I'm talking about the international <laughs> draft. No, no, there's, there, there's, there's draft kings. That's yeah. what these guys were part of, which yeah. is idiotic because yeah. I'll be honest with yeah. you. FanDuel draft You know how easy it is to find a bookie nowadays? Every single person, if you go downtown at your local town, there's going to be somebody with an illegal book, illegal website. It's an, it's an That's another rabbit hole because how easy it is for these guys to gamble and that's got that's a part of nil too because they got a lot of money and stuff i play and, I, and I, like you say every fraternity house every dorm every every person in college will I, gamble i play at the, the the fictional texas central austin school i got a buddy scotty sayers that he gambles a lot illegally and i want to pay you have a hypothetical, that, hypothetical, Scotty. Hypothetical. hypothetical. <laughs> You're my buddy that likes to gamble, and I, I, I want to start gambling. I'm the starting quarterback in my school. And you got money. I, you I got text money. you, hey, put a thousand dollars on us tonight, on the under, because I don't, I, I don't think we're going to score that much tonight. There's no way, for the most part, to track that. These guys got caught. I guarantee you, there are 500 times the amount of players in college sports that are doing the same thing. Yeah. There's no way. T- these guys are unlucky. They got caught, but. With all this, the technology, with NIL, with this and that, everybody's gambling. Well, Brian Kelly, a lot of the, a few of the guys that guys, sorry to interrupt, Pop, but yeah. a few of the guys that got caught are now in the NFL. One of the guys just got suspended from the NFL for gambling in NFL games. When it turns out he was doing the same thing in college. Yeah, it's it's a it's a problem, and I think the NFL is well, it's a personal responsibility, but. But the gambling sites are so prolific and yeah. sponsorship of sports. But you, you cannot destroy the integrity of college football. NIL money, these kids have a lot of money. I'm going to make a bet. Hey, I may miss this field goal. I may do this. It's, it's a terrible situation that they've got to address. At LSU, Brian Kelly this week has instructed his team members no apps for gambling on your phone. But this also, guys, goes back to, and this is kind of a, a different subject, but... Illegal gambling, like I said, it's so easy. I, it's so easy. You could right now, you can find somebody in 20 minutes that has an illegal website that we can go place right now. Quinn Ewers one of the Heisman within the next 30 minutes. This is a different subject, but every state's got to legalize gambling pretty quick. And from there, college sports, NCAA, and professional sports has got to regulate it. And NCAA has a really bad deal now because they, they go on, if you gamble, if you're caught, 
on DraftKings or FanDuel, if it's under $500, you've got to go to counseling. If it's over 1000 you lose a game. It's really bad. I think there's got to be a zero-tolerance to policy on gambling by student-athletes. And, and now Iowa State, they're without their starting quarterback, who had a great season last year. They didn't have a good record, but now all they have, they have a transfer junior college quarterback, they have a true freshman, and a redshirt freshman. Gambling is, is it's in America. It's becoming a lot more prolific. NCAA, that's the next task to tackle. Mark Brooks, thanks for being with us you for got this it. hour. Scotty, thank you so much, Ben. Been a good show. Thanks to Inger, everybody, at the Deep Eddie Cabaret. We'll see you next week on the End Zone Club on KLBJ. So long, everybody.